In a previous episode, I said that traveling within the solar system is hard enough. Traveling to another star system in our lifetime is downright impossible. Now, many of you said it was the most depressing episode I've ever done. The distance to Pluto is on average about 40 astronomical units. That's 40 times the distance from the Sun to the Earth. And New Horizons, the fastest spacecraft traveling in the solar system, took about 10 years to make the journey. The distance to Alpha Centauri is about 277,000 astronomical units away, or 4.4 light years. That's about 7,000 times further than Pluto. New Horizons could make the journey if you were willing to wait about 70,000 years. It's about twice as long as you'd be willing to wait for Half-Life 3. But my video clearly made an impact on a plucky team of rocket scientists, entrepreneurs, and physicists who have no room in their personal dictionary for the word impossible. Challenge accepted, they said to themselves. In early April 2016, just eight months after I said it was probably never going to happen, the billionaire Yuri Milner and famed physicist Stephen Hawking announced a strategy to send a spacecraft to another star within our lifetime. In your face, Fraser, they said, in your face. The project will be called Breakthrough Starshot, and it's led by Pete Warden, the former director of NASA's Ames Research Center, the people working on a warp drive. The team announced that they're spending $100 million to investigate the technology it'll take to send a spacecraft to Alpha Centauri, making the trip in just 20 years. And by doing so, they might just revolutionize the way spacecraft travel around our own solar system. So what's the plan? According to their announcement, the team is planning to create teeny tiny light sail spacecraft and accelerate them to 20% the speed of light using lasers. Yes, everything's made better with lasers. We've talked about solar sails in the past, but the gist is that photons of light can impart momentum when they bounce off something. It's not very much, but if you add a tremendous amount of photons, the impact can be significant. And because those photons are going the speed of light, the maximum speed for the spacecraft, in theory, is just shy of the speed of light, thanks relativity. You can get those photons from the sun, but you can also get them from a directed laser beam designed to fill the sails with photons without actually melting the spacecraft. In the past, engineers have talked about solar sails that might be thousands of kilometers across, made of gossamer sheets of reflective fabric. Got that massive, complicated sail in your mind? Now think smaller. The Starshot spacecraft will measure just a few meters across, with a thickness of just a few atoms. The sail would then pull a microscopic payload of instruments, a tiny chip capable of gathering data and transmitting information. These are called star chips not even enough room for water bear crew quarters. With such a low mass, a powerful laser should be able to accelerate them to 20% the speed of light almost instantly, making a trip to Alpha Centauri only take about 20 years. Since each star shot might only cost a few dollars to make, the company could manufacture thousands and thousands, place them into orbit, and then start bug zapping them off to different stars. There are, of course, some massive engineering hurdles to overcome. The first is the density of the interstellar medium. Although it's almost completely empty in between the stars, there are the occasional dust particles. Normally harmless, the star shots would be smashing into them 
at 20% the speed of light, which would be catastrophic. The second problem is that this is a one-way trip. Once it's going 20% the speed of light, there's no way to slow the spacecraft down again, unless the Alpha Centaurans have a braking system in place. So just imagine the motion blur and targeting problems when you're trying to take photos at relativistic speeds. The third problem, and this is a big one, is that the miniaturization of the spacecraft means that you can't have a big transmitter. And communicating across the light years takes a lot of power. Maybe they'll connect into some kind of array and share the power requirement, or use lasers to communicate back. Maybe they'll relay the data back like a Voltron daisy chain. Even though the idea of traveling to another star might seem overly ambitious today, this technology actually makes a lot of sense for exploration in our own solar system. We could bug zap little spacecraft to Venus, Mars, the outer planets, and even their moons, even deep into the Kuiper belt and the totally unexplored Oort cloud. We could have the whole solar system on exploration lockdown in just a few decades. Even if a mission to Alpha Centauri is currently science fiction, this miniaturization is going to be the way we learn about the solar system we live in. So let's get going. Now, how do you feel about the strategy to travel to the nearest star? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. We've begun a new spaceflight trilogy. In our next episode, look forward to the opportunity to die on Mars. And then in part three, I promise to blow your mind. And if you love space and science and want to support what we're doing, please join our Patreon community. You get to see these videos ahead of time, hang out with me and the team, and see plenty of unreleased material. Oh, and no ads on Universe Today. Join the club of 504 wonderful people who support us in making great space and astronomy content. The people who make these shows even possible. And we'd like to thank Katrina Ekblad, Glenn Littleton, Eric Charland, and the rest of the members who support us in making great space and astronomy content. Members get advanced access to episodes, extras, contests, and other fun with me and the rest of the team. Want to get on the action? Go to patreon.com universe today.